You're listening to the One of Us.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. stories go with a cabin in the woods this is not exactly what i expected for a cabin in the woods story <laughs> <laughs> see i wanted to the intro to be knock knock knocking on cabins I, I, I thought about like knocking like doing something like that you know i thought about it and i i turned it away because that's just for hacks so well i mean it fits because we're talking about m night Shyamalan's movie knock at the yeah cabin. so we're talking about hacks so look hack is really strong Let's is it put some respect on the name. There are hacks in the business, and there are misguided artists. There are guys who've only made two good movies in their whole uh, career. He's so. made three point seven five good <laughs> movies out of his ten. Well, I know something. I think I'm, he's made like three point seven five bad movies. Maybe maybe four. Wow! I, I, I'm okay. trying to. I forgot about After Earth. Okay, that's definitely okay. four. So Alan, now, I thought you were going to be on my side here. Suddenly. Okay? <laughs> the, the the tides have changed here, right? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna need we're to make planting some. Our, we're planting our flags in the position. Well, we're gonna we're need, need to make some makeshift weapons here because <laughs> we're gonna have to make some hard choices. Look, I'm gonna say this: knock at the cabin. First off, I immediately go, "Oh no, another Shyamalan film!" And I literally do that. I go like, "Oh really? no, another Shyamalan film." Well, it sounds like you might be bringing some bias to the table. No, no. no. Bias is one thing. Watching one movie after another by a director who, that's fucking terrible, that's not really bias. It's just ob- observation. What are you I mean, talking about? He's, he's, he made <laughs> Sixth Sense, he made Unbreakable, Signs, and now Knock at the Cabin, right? That's all the movies he's made, right? If you had just said Signs at the end of that <laughs> sentence and that was all he had made, I'd gone like, oh no, still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but come, fucking terrible. We're using like hyperbole here. It's a podcast. But it's fucking terrible. Like, you know, we see a lot of movies. We see some really bad movies. Really bad. Yeah. Like, inept. He is not that. No, no, no. He's not inept as a director. He's inept as a writer. For sure. For me. All right? And I'll tell you this. His first two films, fantastic. Sure. Almost, almost unassailable. Yeah. Really. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Signs, piece of shit. Sorry. Terrible. Horrible film. But... Everything God he's done heathen. outside of maybe The Visit, which is not terrible. It's interesting. It's his exploration of uh, found footage. And it's interesting. It's not terrible, but it should be better. But, but it's, his, it's his five years too late movie. Yeah. And outside of Wayward Pines, which was his adaptation of a previously existing... Uh, oh, that TV uh, show thing, uh, right? Yeah. A trilogy of books, which is really, really good. 
But then he made a second season, where, which was uh, based on his original script Uh-oh. after the books, and it's not good at all. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I go, stop writing your own stuff. But this, based on a book by Paul Tremblay, who is kind of a new horror wunderkind, you know, it was like this guy, everybody's like, oh my God, he's, everything he writes is so good. And mm-hmm. I, I read another book by him where I was like, oh, wow, this is really impressive what stuff. Was it called House of Thousand Corpses or something like that? <laughs> what? House of a Thousand Corpses? We, we, the Heads of Ghosts or something? Head of a your Thousand ghosts. ghosts. As soon as this review's over. The- Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You said the title earlier, and I am thinking. No, it's heads called of ghosts. it's called a head full of ghosts. There you which go, is thousand co- corpses, houses, and things, which is exceptional. It's really great. Now yeah. I kept hearing good stuff, and then the other one people were saying, "Oh, you have to read is the cabin at the end of the world," which is what this is an adaptation of. And I'm like, okay, Tremblay's great. It's Shyamalan doing an adaptation of someone else's work, which he can't stray but so far from the really, really critically acclaimed novel, right? Well, apparently he did straight more than a little bit from the critically acclaimed novel. Well, uh, I'm I just mean, saying he did make your own decisions about how you feel with the film, but he did. He took some sure. major choices away from the book and Which made his own choices. I honestly, I'm adaptations that are faithful to her fault or even just like, okay, the book is our script. Way less interesting. No, no, And maybe. especially, especially for someone like M. Night, with love him or hate him, he is an auteur. He makes his movies. Mm-hmm. After Earth, notwithstanding Last Airbender, notwithstanding, but Landing usually, in the Water, The Village, uh, the, Happening. For Hold good, on one second, I'm not done yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this is in for good and bad. You mean almost all his films? Yeah, <laughs> but but even, I mean, even considering those, like they all feel like M Night movies. Sixth Sense feels the same way the Happening sort of feels. This one is good, one no, is bad. That's yeah. that's what's crazy about him is like he he has his style, and you're just like, why you want to shake him? Like, why are you this? bad all of a sudden but you were out of the gates great and then all of a sudden you just suck balls see but to be fair people forget he made like one or two movies before six cents that were bad he, he did yeah no no he did not he made one movie and he wrote Stuart little he wrote no i think he made two no he did not he maybe wrote, one. He, he made I forgot what it was called he made the one movie with rosie o'donnell and then uh he because he directed that and then he Praying wrote Stuart with little. anger yes wide awake Dude. wide awake Wait, two, praying two, with anger. Two movies, yeah. He had two full movies before Alan, Six Sense. Okay, we need to introduce ourselves because Alan, <laughs> yes, right, and Chris, yeah, whatever. Fuck no one you, cares Alan, <laughs> for proving me wrong. <laughs> but like those movies aren't good. I've never, I've seen like half of uh, the Waking. I forget. I, I forgot the titles already. Wide awake. Wide awake. I've seen like half of that, and I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> Six Sense is great. Unbreakable is good. Uh, no, come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Wait, stop wait. right Hold on. Are we talking about uh, Knock of the Cabin or are we talking about you think that Unbreakable is only good? I think that, it's, it's good. a masterpiece. I think it's good. Alan. When's Alan, the last time you rewatched it? Alan. I watched it not too long I watched ago, it all the yo. Time. Well, it sounds like y'all are some real old school M Night nerds. I'm on the old shit. I'm I'm old <laughs> shit as being his last movie, old shit. Like you gotta move God. you gotta move with your guy. Damn. And I'm it, moving man. with him. No. I, t- I take what he's given me, and like it's an, it's not all. Nothing's ever been as fully formed and good as Sixth Sense. Yeah, I'll give that. But it's also like a lot of the movies aren't as good, but they're way more fun than Sixth Sense. So I give this movie a <laughs> eight out of 
Oh God! Don't don't even go there. Anyway, knock at the cabin. Uh, right? Yeah. What's not the plot? A, not an in night retrospective. Sorry. The the plot is uh, Eric and Andrew are a husband and husband who have a an adopted daughter, Win, who uh, are taking an Airbnb at a little vacation in the mount out in the middle of nowhere. And these four people, led by Leonard, who's played by Dave Bautista, and uh, there's Rupert Grint and two other people. I don't know the actors. Um, <laughs> Who people you don't recognize? To, yeah. I, I recognize the 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 sous chef, the line cook one. I don't know where I know her from though. Um, Nikki um, Amuka Bird. Sure, uh, you say the name, but nope. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the black lady. No, no, no. The uh, the line cook. That's the that's the nurse. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, they come in and uh, basically they roll up to the house saying, "You have to let us in." And um, or we're gonna have to force our ways in, and they and very politely, very politely, and um, and of course, like they finally break in and like the tie the the couple up, and basically they state to them, you have to make a choice, you have to kill one of you, the three of you, the little girl, the two uh, husbands, um, or the apocalypse will happen. Yeah, the that is the, the choice. World. Like if if you choose not to. Y'all will survive, but everyone else in the world will die. Will die, and time is running out. And we also have a time clock where we have to kill ourselves. Yes, every once in a while in our group, like there's a, a time we have to choose to sacrifice ourselves for this to keep that time clock moving forward. Ba- basically, to show them that uh, a plague or one of the the plagues that they're talking about or. or- it's the classic stuff. Flood, plague. Yeah. They never really explained that reasoning in the timeline and all that, but whatever. It, yeah. it, it works. Yeah. And, uh, and so every single time that one of them dies, then, you know, uh, a new uh, disaster happens. And, uh, of course, Eric, who is played by Jeffrey... Oh, God. Uh, 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 Jeffrey... Uh, he's, from, he's from Hamilton. Um, uh, Jonathan Goff. Jonathan Goff. That's Eric, not Jeffrey. Oh, uh, Eric, uh, Jonathan Goff. He's great. He is, he is a little bit more of the, um, let's say sensitive one who's trying to be empathetic to what they're doing, but still like siding with his husband, Andrew, who he also has had prime, uh, brain damage. Like, from yeah, cause he has a concussion. The, but they, he was, do, they do set him up in some flashbacks as being a little more susceptible or caring, caring. And, and yeah. then Andrew being a little colder because of his own experience that he has been assaulted, uh, uh, by someone who uh, it was it was more of a more or less a hate crime and uh, and so he, Andrew's reaction is like you guys are fucking crazy this is insane this is not happening and so it becomes this uh, this tale of well is I mean, it's it's broad strokes like one represents like cynicism and anger towards the world right one represents openness and then the daughter is like the innocence yeah. yeah right i mean she's so young that right she doesn't really have much to offer outside no, other than like, just pure innocence yeah. and like right a vulnerability and yeah. i think that's what really works for the film more from the bias which again I, out of anyone here 
I'm a hardcore atheist, <laughs> and I understand M. Night's uh, approach to most of his stories and films where there is this re- religious aspect to, like, almost all of his films. And uh, and for some goddamn reason, they're all in Philadelphia. And uh, bad shit happens there. And, uh, yeah, like the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so... What I appreciated about it, what I was seeing is that the relation, the, the idea, the, the, the question between Andrew and Eric, uh, of like how to choose this hard decision and like, and trying to put it into, in my mind, uh, an, an atheist mind is like, okay, you can either cut this, uh, wire here or cut this wire here. If you cut this, you'll save humanity or, or like, or if you don't cut it, then, Humanity will die. I mean, the, you, you could take to, for me. You could even it's just a trolley problem movie, except yeah. your family's on the trolley, and yeah. you yeah. could get two of them off, and one of them has to die, uh-huh. or these people over here. That's die. what they're setting up. But the problem is, how do you sell the audience on that? And I didn't feel like I was sold on it. That's true, but like we are again, we were talking before. You're, we are coming with certain we biases talking, here, Alan. We were arguing. we were shouting. We were shouting, <laughs> lively shouting with whiskey and cigarettes. And, um, <laughs> But True. to me, like people are going to bring whatever bias to that. But the crux of the story and like the arc of the characters are less rooted in whatever higher power or whatever destructive force this is, and more about their family sacrifice uh-huh. and the decision to do that or not, which is like save the many by sacrificing your right. happiness. But essentially. you have to feel as an audience member that they are convinced by it, and I didn't feel that way in terms of up until the very last minute. Where they go, okay, well, this is getting ridiculously out of hand. But I didn't think that was interesting. I didn't think it was interesting the way it was played out. I was like, I felt like they should have had real doubt based on, I don't know what, up and up to that point. And I'm just like, but see, I didn't, but you didn't like think they, that the, the villain, the, you can argue that the, the four people are the villains or the antagonists, but you don't, you don't think them, not being aggressive and killing themselves wasn't like that no, enough. I would have felt like, wow, what a bunch of crazy fucks. Well, and that's what the movie, uh, what? but that, they were explaining uh, that too. But that's what the movie gives you. And that's what they're saying. Like this, the movie is on your side as a skeptic throughout and it yeah. needs to be. And at the end, when it's like, oh man, this is really happening, we kind of shift a little perspective who's been running the show from our audience surrogate from Andrew to, um, Eric, Eric yeah, who's like, way more open to the world and has had a head injury <laughs> given, but like, that's all there to plant those seeds of doubt. And at the end, I, like, we don't want to get into spoilers of exactly no, what I, happens. I think we're well past that point. Are we? Yeah. Well, I think everything we've said has been in, I guess and we're well, past okay. That here, yeah. Oh, we'll spoil it. De Batista is going to win an Oscar <laughs> this <laughs> year not. in one month. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you the, the, cap. the thing that mo- most interested me outside of the author, Paul Tremblay, who I really like, was Batista, who I'm 100% on the side of. I'm just like, I really love the fact that this is the guy who made his transfer from this other thing he used to do to really uh, not wrestling. just trying to be like. Don't say other thing. It's called wrestling. I know. But not just trying to be The Rock. Or Dave, uh, John Cena. Uh, he's, he's Batista. Like actu- he's not The Rock. Actually trying to act. And yeah. we've seen this work. And I'm like, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm really he's- rooting for you. Because you're a big, crazy-looking, non-actor-looking dude. 
And and he looks great in pants. <laughs> and he looks great. I admit, he's really good in this. He's great. He is the selling point. I do here. think all the performances are really strong in this movie. Yeah, I, I think do across too. the board, they're very good. Yeah. I mean, look, they, they got some good actors for this. No question. I mean, like, they got the guy from Hamilton. Yeah. And I know, <laughs> and I know, we're, get, the, get back to M. Night, we're arguing, but I was saying earlier, even in some of his, even in the happening, the first 10 minutes is pretty riveting. It's just like, he's really good at that initial tension building. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, like it's a skill he has throughout all his movies. And even if it's shit, even in old, which I know everyone hates here, but they're it's terrible, but there are moments in Look, old. I don't hate it because I've never seen it. Okay. Well, like, well you hate it, but there are that moments. That I've all, also, I'm pretty sure it's God awful, but go on, <laughs> but you haven't seen it. So you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, God told me it was bad. <laughs> oh, so we have a, a, we have a so no longer this guy's wishy-washy he's atheist god's telling him old is bad i don't know what's happening over here i look just because i don't believe in him doesn't mean he doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean he didn't but, tell me old is bad but, <laughs> but he was right in that way but, <laughs> but in the, a lot of his movies like the opening of this film it gets right to it and like it's all shot in like intense close-ups on batista's face and the young actress's name well or, the Shyamalan knows who to focus on. Yes. He definitely does. And he lets this be Batista's film because it really is. Yeah. Batista's First build film. too. Like he does it. If that performance is miscalculated, the movie, which really, really worked for me, this yeah. movie, if that performance isn't as good as it is, the movie's way shakier. He, 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 this movie lives or dies by how much you like Batista. In yeah. That's true. No question yeah. about it. And he really is good in it. I still feel. That he's not quite there yet, but mm. I'm going to blame that on Shyamalan, not Batista. Oh, really? I'm sorry. I'm, See, I'm going gonna, to. I'm going to give credit to both Batista and Shyamalan because I think this performance is incredible. And it's really inspired casting because I don't know in the book if he's written this way. If he's supposed to be this like hulking, huge, hulking huge, dude. But dude, he's dude, yeah. so soft-spoken and polite while also being the, so the scary idea looking. idea being that he's so terrifying looking, yet he's the most gentle of all of the people. And he's the one who's on the verge of like crying like all the time throughout yeah. throughout yeah, it's, just it's, because he just does not want to do regardless this. of what is or isn't in the book because i haven't read it again it's a genuinely interesting choice to cast him in this role mm-hmm. yes you know like yes and i think he genuinely works really hard to make it work like, and he you know, really, oh, from, from the early scene where he's in the first scene of the film where he meets the girl in the woods and he's like oh i love catching grasshoppers too and you're like she at first is like oh he's this big scary guy but he sells her and the audience on his gentleness yes early but, on, but never where, without feeling like he is a little scary because yeah. he's, so, he's him so big and this little like seven-year-old girl next to each other yeah and the close-ups and the they do interesting things where they only show them in a wide, like once, yeah. and then it's right up on their faces. But even in their faces, this huge hulking face, and then this little bitty girl's face equally as close up. It's interesting film. It's interesting choices made to establish like it is immediate tension. He, he I, I will say, like M Night, this is one of the most like interesting shot films that he's done in a long time. It, it really feels like, like you know what, I'm gonna actually try again. And I thought he made awkward, weird choices throughout it. Now, I agree with you, Alan, with those early choices, the close-ups. I thought it was really yeah, interesting, yeah. his choices. But I thought there were lots of points throughout this where I went like, what are you doing? Why are you making that choice? Um, I, I, I felt... I didn't feel it was like lazy, like last airbender, the way where you're like going, like you just gave up. You weren't even trying. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> that was a work for hire. What are you going to do? Yeah. But like... I, I felt there was a lot of like, why did you make that choice throughout this? 
I, I felt there was a lot of awkward cinematography moments. And I thought the choices they made to change the script didn't make it better. Well, that's only because you know now what the original book did. Yeah. But that end? I, I mean, I thought it still worked. I don't know. This didn't really work for me overall, but it is the best Shyamalan film I've seen in a while. It's not as good as the first season, Wayward Pines, which is really good. It's not as good as old, right, Alan? I am honestly struggling to think. I don't know if it's as good as old. It's hard. <laughs> wow. All right, let's go to final thoughts. Alan, give your totally wrong final thoughts. My <laughs> infallible final thoughts. Um, as God predicted. Um. Yeah, I dug it a lot. The reason why I, it's interesting, I'm going to use this time to vamp for old for a second. Oh my god! And then I'm going to get my final thoughts. This movie, uh, and I'll just say this: Don't. First off, I just want to give uh, a warning to the listener. Everything he's about to say is wrong. All right, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> old is really fun. No. It is. <laughs> here's here's the thing with old. Like I watched it in the theater, pandemic style. I needed to get out of the like get out of the house, and I was like, that was really fun. Audience was like sparse because everyone was like COVID scary, I'm and I was like, literally Degree. about to throw up. Okay, um, the bathroom was <laughs> right got, over there. You got COVID? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this past Halloween season, I watched it with like a group of friends. There's like ten or fifteen of us in the house. We watched it, and it is a really fun movie because it's simultaneously there are scenes that really hit emotionally hard, and then there are scenes that make no real sense. And they're really stupid. That is really funny, but it's equally as affecting, like moment to moment. So it's, it's a real conundrum of a movie, and it's really entertaining and fun to watch if you're tuned into the wavelength of being like, this can make no sense. And then in one moment, be like, why am I like impacted by this? Mm-hmm. Like legitimately impacted. And then the next moment, be like, God damn it, this is really stupid. But it's like not even the next moment, it's like all at once. And it's something you don't see often where something could be this dumb. And effective at what it's trying to do while you simultaneously feel it stupid and also feel it's effective. That's a special power. You're 50% right. I think that's like, (laughs) how much LSD did you do that night though? No LSD. Maybe like just three Lone Stars. (laughs) But nonetheless, and the reason why I struggled to think if this is better or worse, because this is taken much more seriously. Old, I think he's not taking seriously at all. I think he's having fun. It's like a silly premise. He's like, it's fun Uh and it's not much in there yeah i mean there's like a fear of aging as the ultimate whatever but it's it's a fun fun movie this is less fun this is a little grim there's god there's fate there's a child there's a couple deciding to kill one of the you know it's it's yeah, it's yeah. dark material but i think again it's really effective we were talking before about audience reactions and how it's helpful to see it with the general audience because yeah. as many movies as we see you get a little cynical about tropes and cliches and be like okay when's right. the next plot beat gonna hit or whatever yeah I was pretty wrapped up in it, and it helps when you're an audience like this because my audience was in it. They were reacting throughout the movie, and you felt that when it ended, it was like a there wasn't like sometimes, especially with End Night, people come in with ideas, and you hear a little snickering or laughing at the yeah. dumb shit everyone expects, and none well, of that. Hell, happened, really. like you even hear like the snickers around his uh, the the titles, like the credits. I remember like, 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 and like, people are like, oh, like yeah, because you know because whatever because he. He definitely did go way off track with his films there for a while. But I think since the visit, he's been doing really interesting things. Good, bad, medium. But it's it's not boring. They're interesting. Like, the choices he makes, good or bad, aren't like... You mispronounced bad. 
No, good or with bad. With interesting. No, no, I mean, when you said interesting, you mispronounced that. You can't derail me on this. And I'm, I'm sticking <laughs> to it. Like, watch his movies. And even the bad ones are weird. No, I have. Weird. And they're interesting movies. Oh, well, they're weird. Anyone can make a weird, bad That's movie. That's not true. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. We won't, we won't even do his movies on Trash in the Can, only on one of us us.nets. <laughs> See, like, I can't watch that so good it's bad shit. In Night is this, like, so weird that it's good. It's like somebody handed a huge amount of money to somebody with an interesting concept and had no idea. But that's how to the make thing. It, it hasn't been a huge amount of money. He hasn't had a budget over like 15 million or 20 million since the visit. Uh, like I'm sorry. Have you talked to an indie filmmaker lately? 15 or 20 million? That's mid. I'm talking. Uh, no. I'm just saying. No. Uh, yeah. But like uh, who? That's this movie. That's the movie business. Yeah. It's either like Marvel budget. Or you're straight to Netflix. Right. He's he's a mid director, as you said, like a mid director. But that's still a huge budget for the small things that could have been done for a tenth of that money. Well, I don't know what this that, budget was, but I'm yeah. saying like studio mid budget films are dying. And if you want to see more of them, you should go see this movie. No, in the theater. stop! Come on. They don't, are. Don't what make is the your... argument for for M, go see M Night Shyamalan films if you want to save that. I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm cut you off right there. I'm, I still got my rating to give, so I give this go see it eight out of ten times at the movie theater. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> this is a very very conflicting Alan, episode. I love you to pieces. You know how much I love you, but we've you've always been wrong about M Night. I'm sorry, <laughs> we've had this argument so many times. There's no wrong or right. It's just weird, man. <laughs> It's weird, baby. It's, it's just weird. groovy. It's groovy, man. All right, right. I dug in. So I'm going to give this. You're also right. uh, okay, look. You're so I, right, you're wrong. Look, I dug it. I like. I loved everyone in it. I thought it was a really interesting um, tale of choice. And I... I know that the conversation you and I had in regards to the religious aspects of it, I, I, I don't know. I have this like this odd disconnect though when it comes to films like this, where I understand the sometimes the overt like like with signs, whereas this is like a priest needs to see aliens to finally get his uh you know faith back. I feel which was just more like of a yawn to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I think it's a masterpiece, but Sorry. um. I I take it from I take that I I take something different from those that those types of movies and with this one as well as where you know when you're given a, a horrible choice and I understand um, that also the book is the basically the same argument it, it's the same thing is it that M Night chooses a different route but the same thing still happens in the film or in in the book I mean sorry. Um, the or same like, conclusion is the, the, well, the same. Well, not not the same conclusion, but the same. Um, basically, it states as like, well, that this shit is real, and uh, and that in a way, I guess, quote unquote, God does exist because he is making the apocalypse happen because because uh, God something exists, something exists because yeah. you know the higher power loves to they never kill. say. It's specifically the they Christian say, God. They never, they never say God. Certainly like resembles them. the Christian God. Yeah, because he's a prick, right? Yeah. And, but uh, if you're exactly. more comfortable, just like Cthulhu, Danzig, whatever you want to no, say. No, no, no. But he never gets into the dark shit. Like so that. he's just more like, hey, it's time to sacrifice humans. I I appreciate <laughs> that. Never say you know Danzig and uh, <laughs> as as God, but uh, <laughs> but. Um, 
I'm trying to picture that version of this film where they're just like, <laughs> it's dancing. Uh, All the strippers suddenly get possessed. <laughs> um, but I, I really appreciated the, um, the, the acting choices from, uh, uh, the, the couple, Andrew and Eric, I already forgot their names. Dan Batista, man, I, I'm digging everything that he's doing. And I, I really hope he does more just like softer roles. Cause when he has to play like a, a brute, um, it's not fun. I think yeah. he's really, he's, he's said repeatedly in interviews, I don't want to do that type of shit. Anymore. I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like, it's he's like, been vying for a wrong, he said, I want to start in a wrong. If I have to play, yeah. if I have to play a rough guy, I want to play an interesting rough guy. And right. I'm like, yeah, you should say that. Yeah. That cause, cause, uh, what was it? Uh, everyone forgets that he was inspector. And uh, you're like, oh yeah, he was he was the. Button. I'll never forget he was in Blade Runner 2049. I'll never forget what that an incredible opening sequence with him, right? Like, and know. he's fucking, uh, and he's awesome in Dune. He's interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. so we're obviously all on Batista's side. Here. Yeah, yeah. Batista train. And um, just wait, tomorrow he's going to be like, I don't know what it is with gay people. Why do you have to be so gay? And we're like, God damn it, Batista! <laughs> you just started this movie. Um, Anyway, I uh, I really did enjoy this a lot. I thought it was actually quite riveting. I thought that um, it, it was, n- I'll say this, it was never boring. It was never a slog in any point in the film. And um, it it sort of felt like a, retor- a return to form. Uh, I don't know what form that was uh, because he's only had 3.75 good movies. And um, people liked Split, by the way. I think I remember you liking Split. No, I like James McAvoy. Hold, hold on one second. Sorry, sorry. That three point seven five Split was involved with. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point seven five. Yeah, there, there's yeah, yeah. the this the seven five is also a mixture of a few things in got there. It, got it. Uh, like because I kind of dug Lady in the Water here and there. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, I'm going to give this. Um, uh, not as much as you, but like I was like, you know what? I, I think this is a good, solid start to 2023, um, and I think that it's not a bad movie at all. Um, so I'm going to give it seven out of ten. Uh, M Night Shyamalan branded f- air fryers. <laughs> so I'm just going to say again: don't let Shyamalan write his own scripts. He's terrible at it. He's a terrible writer. He hadn't done a good script in forever. I'm sorry. I know you wanted to be the new uh, fucking Twilight Zone guy, but you're not. I'm sorry. Every time you try and do this whole like Rod it's Sterling, me, Rod Sterling, he he would if he would he would come into the beginning of every one of his films if they would let him and go like Hi, I'm M Night Shyamalan and welcome to a mysterious story. No, stop. All right, I get that's what you want to do. Stop it. Like it's you're not good at twists. You're not good at it. You, he hasn't you, had a twist in his movies in like the last three or four. All of his films have, have twists. This is no twist. Yeah. The film, the twist in this film is that there's no twist, but it's still a twist because you go into it going like, oh, the twist is going to be something. And you spend the whole movie waiting for the twist. The twist is there's no twist. All right. That's still a twist. I'm just saying. I don't know. The way they play it. Anyway, point is, I think. This is better than anything he's done for a while, certainly, except for Wayward Pines for season one, which is really good, and you should watch it. Uh, I've watched Servant. I've heard season one of Servant is also very good. I'm not going to watch it. Also based on a previously I'm not existing. Watch that. Okay, that's fine. I don't want to watch it. I wasn't talking to you specifically, right? You can shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
I think <laughs> Batista is fantastic in this. I'm just, I wish he was a little bit better. There are points I'm like. When you say that, what do you mean? No, there are points I'm like, I felt like I was expecting you to do something here as an actor that you didn't quite go to. I felt like it could have been a little better than it was because here was this opportunity to really stretch and I didn't feel he stretched as far as he could have, but that I'm going to blame that on Shyamalan again because fuck you Shyamalan. Anyway, um, I also feel that I know that my feelings about religion, I'm an agnostic, not an atheist. I know you're an atheist, not an agnostic, but I'm an Alan, but you're not an angry (laughs) atheist. I'm an angry, angry agnostic. I'm a very angry atheist. Are you? Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm a very angry agnostic. I'm, I'm teetering on militant. Yeah. And I, I, this kind of pissed me off. I was like, okay. How does this piss you off and this is, that doesn't piss me off? I don't know. But Everyone it should did. just be cool and chill like me and not care that much. Yeah, no, but it means ah. something. It means something because I look at what it says to audiences. And that's why it's important. What what the hell does it say to audiences? The idea of like how important just faith can be. I don't. I don't I, get that I, from I the movie the, at all. I don't I get did. that movie from the movie at all. I did, and I think it's not the first time he's played with those those ideas. And it it kept sticking in the back of my head. Like, yeah, I'm feeling that. Wait, do also, you think he's trying to force religion also, on upon and this people? This is not his fault per se. Like the and I've. I saw a couple different friends of mine who are gay commenting on the fact, like, I'm a little upset by the fact that, like, both that this is a, a story about two gay dads being basically tortured by people in a house here. And it was like, so I like, on one hand, as a critic, I go, like, why can't they be gay? Right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what difference does it make? Let's not even comment on that. Why is that important And again, that's at all? Pro- probably from the book. Yeah, it is. It is from the book. It is a yeah, plot yeah, point yeah. in the movie it, that they are gay. It is from the book. And, no and they comment on it, too. They're just like, oh, you're attacking us because it's, we're It's gay. important that they yeah. are for... Right, but we're in a very like uh, crisis point for storylines like this where people are going like, but, 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 one way or the other, and I get it. I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about that one way or the other, but it... It's, it makes you go, I can't stop thinking about this. And the movie keeps trying to say, stop thinking about it. I'm like, you can't not think but about the it. The movie does not ask you to stop thinking about it. The movie brings it up directly no, multiple no, no. times. That's what I'm saying. Is like, it goes, no, 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 but this isn't the point that they're gay. That's what I'm saying. It's like the movie goes, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. There's nothing to do with it that they're gay. Well, that's what the antagonists are saying. But yeah. the, our protagonists are saying, yes, it does. Yes, You're doing yeah. this because of that. In fact, this one character has a connection to us that directly ties but, to the fact the that And also the flashbacks itself it is all yeah. insinuating. And also that, you like, ask is this that and go, from but it? does it though? Like that, that connection to them in the past? That's always like question mark? But that's, that's feeding the characters it's, to think. It's, like, it's feeding this, character motivation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That to feel like that these villains. That whole aspect of it is confusing and it was really confusing. Wait, it was really confusing to some of the gay people I know who saw it. It went like, what are you saying, movie? I'm not really clear what your point is of why you made this decision. And I get that. I went like, yeah, that is weird. We're in a very delicate time for making those sort of decisions. And I get it. I guess so. But I mean, I as someone who's not gay, I'm not speaking for anything, but I... I didn't even cross my mind. Maybe because I'm not gay, but it also, like, I understand it's sensitive to have characters that, again, like, in this situation, but it sure. is important to the plot of the movie, and it's in the book he's adapting, and there are two co-writers on the movie. I, I, agree. It's like, it's, I agree with everything it's you're integral, saying. It's integral to the plot. I agree with everything you're saying. I'm yeah. just saying 
it causes questions that I don't think are the questions they want. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not trying Drop to be. Drop it by vape. I'm not trying to be <laughs> Captain Woke or Captain uh, Right dropping dropping his vape. <laughs> vape. Uh, I'm just saying this didn't 100 percent work for me by any stretch of the imagination. But uh. I still went okay. It's fine. I got to watch Dave Bautista be much better than we've seen him in almost everything we've seen him in, except yeah. for Blade Runner. Um, it is. It's okay. I'm going to give it 6.5. Out of 10 grasshoppers that um, Alan can shove up his ass for liking <laughs> all the other M. Night Shyamalan Old. films. For, well, every, for every film that he does love of I'll M. Night. I'll just respond to that by saying I respect y'all's taste and decisions, and I'm just a cool Joe guy. Oh, don't be God so damn it, reasonable. God damn it, don't do that. Alan, don't Batista us. Okay? Old Hive. Old Hive Unite. Oh. <sighs>